two extremely heavy suitcases, half a semester worth of tuition in the form of traveler's checks, I find myself exactly 14,705 miles away from home, thriving in the great American dream. Well, most stories that you hear about this kind of a journey starts off very bleak, poverty, struggle. Mine is not such a story. Mine is a story of a young man who left and came here, dropped a career that I was extremely successful at to come and search for what I've considered to be the next step. A very moving conversation is one that I had with the registrar when I first got here. Got to the school, had my two very heavy suitcases, went into Bob's office and introduced myself. He looked at me and he looked at my file and with his head tilted with curiosity, he looked at me and said, what are you doing here? Well, it is this question that I'm going to attempt to answer in this podcast. What am I doing here? So where, where do you draw the line? Where, where would you draw the line in the sand and say, you know what? This is it right here. If you cross this line, there's danger. If you cross this line, you suffer the consequences. Or if you cross this line, we part ways. Where is that line? And what would cause you to draw that line? What brings you to that point? Well, it's different, right? It's different for most people. Uh, for everybody, I would like to imagine it's different. You know, we talk about honor. We talk about integrity. We talk about values. What are those? What does that mean to you? What does honor look like to you? What are your values? Are you able to say no when no is needed, when no is required? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But you see, no is just as powerful as a yes, if not more powerful. So we need to understand that it's okay to say no. We need to understand that there's nothing wrong with saying no. It's healthy to be able to say no. Because if you're one of those people that are always saying yes, then you're saying yes to some of the things that you really don't like, right? What are you saying? Why are you saying yes all the time? You're trying to fit in. You're trying to fit in. See, you should never change who you are to make those around you comfortable or to fit in. You shouldn't. So, we're at, uh, at this import store, and things are going pretty well, you know, apart from a couple of challenges here and there. Things are going pretty well with this store. But before I, 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 I tell you a little story about uh, saying no, let, let, me, um, let me digress a little bit and, and say trying to fit in is probably one of the biggest faults that we have as humans. We don't want to be sticking out, so to speak. 
So sometimes we go along with things that we don't like just because you don't want to be that guy who's, who's, uh, who's rocking the boat, so to speak. But like I've said before, if you let somebody do something or say something that is violating your values and you sit there and take it, your silence is a yes. So are you approving of that behavior? I don't think you are. But by not saying anything, you are essentially saying it's okay for them to talk like that. You're saying it's okay, it's okay for them to behave in that manner. So what I always say is that stand up and be an individual. If they don't like you, at least let them not like you for the right reasons. Because chances are they're going to draw a conclusion anyway. Each person is going to draw a conclusion upon talking to you or spending time with you, whether they like you or not. My feeling is, if you're going to draw a conclusion, some of your decision should be based on fact. And the fact is, I don't like this kind of behavior. I don't like this kind of language around me. That you can use to determine whether you like me or not. And I'm okay with that. So it's very important for you to stick to your guns, so to speak. For you to be able to say, no, I don't think you're out of line. I'm not going to let you talk about so-and-so like that. I'm not going to let you talk about, talk about um, this person like that. Whether it's a boss or a subordinate or whatever, or it's yourself, or it's a group of people, it doesn't matter. What you don't stand for, you don't stand for. What violates your, your, your values, violates your values, period. Anyway, let me go back to, uh, to, uh, to a little story. So this guy comes in. And remember I told you that these people are just tough negotiators. I mean, they will, they will negotiate, you know, until the cows come home, so to speak. And uh, I think this is a good lesson in, in just negotiating, negotiating anything for that matter. Um, it doesn't have to be sales, but negotiating just maybe in life. So this guy wants to buy this vehicle and he wants this and he wants that and wants all this protection that he wants for this vehicle, right? And he wants it at below cost, at just below cost. And I'm, and you know, I've done all the, all the necessary steps, all the due diligence I've, you know, I've, I've earned my keep, so to speak, but he won't budge. It's like, ah, no, um, if you're not going to do that, I'm, I'm going to leave. So I say, you know what, sir? I'm not going to sell it for a loss. So I guess, I guess you're going to leave. So thank you very much for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, maybe next time things will be slightly different. Have a good day. So this guy gets up and he leaves my office. And naturally, if uh, you know anything about a car dealership, everybody's freaking out. Oh, my God, what happened? Why is he leaving? Blah, blah, blah. We should do everything we can. I said, no, 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 no. Just hold your horses. We're not going to sell things at a loss. Okay? We're not going to sell things at a loss just so we can say we've got an X on the board or we got a customer. That guy is not a customer. If he's not willing to pay for a good service, he's not a customer. And he's not a customer we want to have anyway. We're all about repeat business. We're all about referrals and all that good stuff. But this is not a customer we want to keep if he does not understand that he's getting a good deal. 
So I let him leave. And I'm telling my colleagues, I'm like, let him go. He's not going anywhere, if you ask me. He's playing a game. He wants to see whether there's a little more meat on the bone left. And I just told him, I'm on the boat. There's no more meat. That's what I told him. So if he wants to leave on that, let him leave. Everybody's freaking out. So anyway, he gets in the, this guy gets in his car, and I don't follow him. And I go back to my office, and I sit down. And I, I knew he was going to come back. Because, like I said, I'd given him a good service, and I'd given him a good price for everything. So five, six minutes later, the guy comes back in my office. Okay, I'll do it. Anyway, we'll wrap the deal up. We'll finish up. And he goes, everything is hunky-dory. And I go back to my colleagues and I said, did you guys learn anything from that? Well, well, yeah, well, you know, how do you know? I said, because I did everything I was supposed to do. There are some times when a no is a good thing. You have to say no sometimes. Because if you don't, it's never ending. It will never end. You'll keep talking about the same thing over and over again because you don't want to say no. So same thing in life. For anybody in any kind of a relationship, for you to know your boundaries, it's like a child, right? A child is going to try something and see what your reaction is. If there's no reaction, they're going to try something else. If there's no reaction. So each time they are trying something, it's escalating, right? It's getting more and more. So if it was a curfew that they needed, they had, they, they try and do five minutes past their curfew. The next thing, they're 15 minutes. The next thing, they're half an hour. The next thing, they're an hour. Until you say something. Until you draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not having this. The curfew is 6 o'clock, and 6 o'clock means 6 o'clock. It doesn't mean a minute after 6 o'clock. It's the same thing. You have got to be able to put your foot down at some point and say no. And no is not a bad word. No is a healthy word because it, sh it shows that you have a healthy relationship. Because if you can ask me for something and I say no, we should still be able to be civil and to be friends. But if our friendship is based on the fact that I say yes every time, that's not a true friendship. That's not a healthy relationship. Because I should be able to say no if I want to. There are things that I don't like that I shouldn't do just because I care about you doesn't mean that I do everything that you ask me to do. That's not healthy. That's not a good relationship. So a relationship without no, in my opinion, is 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 got problems. It's 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 got fear. There's no comfort in that relationship because somebody's afraid. Oh my god, if I say no, they're gonna get upset. Oh my God, if I say no, they're going to they, they're leave me. Or whatever the situation is. So it is absolutely critical to be able to say no in a relationship, in a negotiation, whatever you want to call it. It's important. So what this taught me and taught my colleagues that I was working with is that you have to get into a situation knowing what your boundaries are. Just like I was explaining in the relationship. Okay, we're going to sell this car, but this is the bottom line. We're not going to go past this. Whether it's a dollar profit or whatever it is, we're not going to go past a dollar profit. We have to make a dollar profit. If we're not making a dollar profit, we can say no. And it's okay. So 
That's a lesson uh, for my colleagues. But that's a lesson for us too, that a healthy relationship should have no's in it. Hey, can you do this for me? No, I'm sorry, I cannot. And I shouldn't feel the need to sit there and justify my no either. My no should just be respected in the sense that you understand that I care about you. And my saying no doesn't mean that I care any less. It just means that I'm not willing to do this particular thing that you ask me to do. And that's okay. So let's not confuse the word no with sounding rude or being callous. It just means one is not able to do what you're asking. And that's it. Move on. So I'm in the store, as I explained before, I'm the lead for this import store. And we have meetings every so often. And we have meetings with, uh, with the CFO. And the CFO is an old guy, old school. And we're at a time in, in, in the world where smoking is, is, has been phased out of all offices, all office buildings. You cannot smoke. You smoke outside. Um, most restaurants have phased out smoking or you know, have got a small smoking area or something like that. So things have changed in the world. The world is different. But this old guy is from old school. Is you know he doesn't care. He's like you know what, he smokes in his office. Everybody knows he smokes in his office, and he he doesn't care. But for these meetings that we're having in the morning, he wants to be smoking. <laughs> and I've never smoked in my life. I've never touched a cigarette in my life. And and here we are with this guy who wants the whole room to be, you know forked up like a nightclub or something. Even nightclubs nowadays, I mean, at those days, they were not, uh, you know, they were not allowing smoking. But anyway, so I say something. I'm like, well, you know, can we open the door? Can we do something? You know, not that there were many windows in his office anyway, not that that would have helped. But uh, I say something and it didn't go down very well. So long story short, I'm the guy who's standing at the door because, I mean, it's, that, it's, a, it's a relatively small office. that we, we all don't fit in there anyway. But the point is I'm standing at the door because I don't want to put up with all the smoke. And that's, uh, that doesn't make him very happy. But anyway, time passes and uh, the store is moving right along the way it's supposed to be. We're making good money. And then one day just out of the blue, I get called. Hey, Regis, come and see me. Go and see him. Hey, buddy, we're going to have to let you go. Like, what? Yeah, we're, we're going in a different direction. <laughs> and that's a, that's a favorite line in the, in the business, right? Uh, we're going to go a different direction. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And I said, wow, okay. Um, is a, is, do you have uh, some feedback for me? I'm, I'm okay leaving, but do you have some feedback for me? What is this about? No, we're just going to go a different direction. Okay. Anyway, so a little, uh, I don't know, humble pie, I guess. I don't know if you want to call it humble pie because I, w- I was quite tickled, actually, about the whole thing. I was like, this guy's, you know, I've done a pretty good job here. But anyway, so whether it was a smoking thing or what, I don't know. But I was, I was okay with it. I'm okay because if it was about the smoking thing, I'm not going to compromise who I am 
just so I can be part of the team, you know, sit there and do second end smoking for 30, 40 minutes and uh, let him blow smoke in my face just because, you know, uh, no, no. I like the job. I like the people I'm working with, but there's not a single job that's worth me losing my integrity, me losing who I am. So I gladly take my box, as we call it, you know, you take your box and you put your stuff in a box and you get in your car and leave, you know. So so that happened. And, um, <laughs> you know, I got I got to address something. I got to address uh, what I've now come to coin the ruthlessness of this business, right? Um, there's no notice, you know, when something like this happens. There's no notice. If if you didn't see it coming, it's it's shame on you, you know. Um, but, you know, they can let you work the whole day knowing they're going to fire you at come 5, 6 o'clock. And everybody's smiling and it's all hunky-dory come 5, 6 o'clock. You know, they put a bullet in you and life goes on. So after some time in the business, you learn that this is the way things are and you don't take it personal. You know, you just, it is what it is, you know. Once you cease to be a good fit, you cease to be a good fit. You you uh, take your circus to the next town, like I always uh, uh, like to call it. So, I mean, this this doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a uh, a major hurdle at all in, 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 in my career because at this point I've, I've established a name for myself, you know. Um, I just pick up the phone and say, hey, um, I guess I'm in the market for a job, you know. Within two three days, I you know I had another job, so it was it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. But uh, what that taught me, looking back, is that you know what there are certain things that uh, that you should draw a line in the sand. There are certain things that you should say, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this. If I have to leave this job, I will leave this job um, because that check at the end of the day is not worth this. I have to look at myself in the mirror. I have to be okay with myself. I have to be able to sleep at night. There are certain things that I'm not going to do. One, to jeopardize my integrity, and two, just just my values. I mean, I'm not going to do that. You know, the, 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 the law had actually changed. The law had changed in the state um, that, you know, there was no smoking in, uh, in, in office, uh, public area, so to speak. So, I mean, he was just doing what he wanted to do because he could. And it's okay. I mean, I'm not here to enforce the law, but I'm here to protect my own, my own self from what I think is not right. And that's not right. If it was, you know, if it was, a, if if I was walking into a into a restaurant that was smoking, I would have chosen another restaurant. You know. So anyway, so uh, fast forward. You know, I, I I get another job. I I, I move on and. Uh, you know, all the guys that I was working with cannot believe it happened. And they call him, oh, man, I'm so sorry, this and that. Hey, man, if you need anything, blah, blah, blah. I said, don't worry, bro. You know, um, I, I've got somewhere else I'm starting in about three days. So it's it's not that big of a deal. I'll be okay, you know. But I guess the moral of the story here is, is that I want to say that you should stand for something. You should, you are somebody. You are an individual, and you are who you are. Whatever those values are, keep those values. 
whatever those things are that you say are important to you, make them important to you. And don't let anything come in the way of who you are. Because at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, you remember who you are. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of who you are. So this is just not on the negative side of things. It's on the positive side of things too. Because if you, if you conduct yourself with honor every day, you can smile at yourself in the mirror. When you look at that girl or that guy uh, in the morning brushing his teeth or her teeth, you, you're, you're able to smile. You're able to sleep at night. It goes back to what I talked about before, integrity. Doing things with integrity. Conducting yourself with, with integrity. Doing the right things every single time. In, 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 in my years of, of being in the business, I've met a lot of people. A lot of people. And I take pride in the fact that I can talk to anybody who I've met in the past 20 years. They can come and see me today. And I'll be glad to shake their hand and smile and say, how are you? Why? Because I treated them right. It's unfortunate that there are some people that cannot say the same. If they hear that Mr. John Doe is, is at reception looking for them, they don't want, want to go because they know they didn't treat Mr. John Doe right. But if you do your work with integrity, you never have to worry about it. You don't have to remember. Some wise old woman once said, um, I think my wife told me this one. Some wise old woman once said, the beauty about life is that if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember anything. And I think that is so, so good. Because whether you are selling or you're in a relationship, when you tell your story and you tell the truth, it doesn't matter how many sleeps you have had. As my daughter would say, how many more sleeps before Christmas? It doesn't matter how many sleeps you have had whether it's 10, 15, 20, or 200, you can repeat that same story the same way because it was the truth. You can go and see Mr. John Doe at reception and have a smile on your face and shake his hand because you do things with integrity. So that's the positive side. That is the positive side. Doing it right, doing it the right way, even when nobody is looking. That is critical. That is important. That will take you far, a lot further than the opposite.